Stand by. The vacuum tubes are warming up. This is a special live broadcast. Right here on Georgia Radio. 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 Well, welcome to the Wednesday show. It's Neighbor to Neighbor. I'm Matt Jolly. Glad to be hanging out here with you where we just talk about everything that is Georgia. What's going on in the state. And uh, what we got coming up, I'll tell you what, it's going to be a fun day today. We got Gene Watson joining me today, as well as Brian Martin, a a rising country star and a real sensation. He's going to be here as well as Mark Ware. In fact, they're calling in this morning from a cruise ship. We're going to play that and have a good time with them. Uh, The important story right now is the weather. And I just want to get to this. Uh, We've got some, some rain moving through the state right now, south of Atlanta, right around the Warner Robins area. There's a big, big storm cell uh, with a lot of dangerous winds. And, uh, well, there could be some trees that come down as that line makes its way on down south, south of Warner Robins right now. Uh, If you're listening to the live show, that's where it's at. Also down around Vidalia, there's some big cells making its way on through. And this rain's just going to continue for the foreseeable future down south. Hopefully we'll dry out in a day or two. And my prediction is still that we're going to have blackberry winter. I still think we're going to have it. So don't plant until after your neighbor's garden dies with blackberry winter. Then you can plant yours. <laughs> it's just the way it's going to go. Uh, so, yeah, uh, temps tonight uh, dipping back down into the upper 40s and 50s across the Peach State. But uh, really, the story right now, uh, the story is just uh, it just continues to be the rain. So just uh, just keep an eye on on the rain. That is a look at the weather. Well, Gene Watson joins me uh, now for uh, Neighbor to Neighbor. Gene, glad to have you on. Uh, thanks for coming on here. Well, it's good to be with you, man. I wanted to get right into this. You're a car guy, uh, yes, if, if I remember correctly. And I think there's a lot of people out there, they, they, they know your music, they love your music, but, you know, they have no idea about your, your past life up there uh, in, you know, back in Texas where I'm from. But did... The rumors, are they true that you used to have a body shop or that you were in the paint and body business? Well, I, I still do have a, have a little body shop. It's a sort of little toy shop, you know, where I spend my time when I come in off the road and have a few days off. I'll, I go over there and, and, you know, piddle around with, with, you know, some of my toys. Yeah. What are you working on right now? There's a, we have a lot of gearheads that listen to this show. Uh, well, you know, I've got, I've got several things in the works. Of course, uh, one of the things we're working on is I bought an 83 Monte Carlo SS uh, back <laughs> in 83. It was one of the first ones that they sold in Harris County here in the Houston area. And yeah. I bought it. It's a, it's a blue with a blue and white interior. It's a real rare car. Oh, I bet that's beautiful. And, uh, oh, it's uh, yeah. And it don't have a 20,000 miles on it. And we're just completely, completely re you know, redoing it with a, you know, with the custom finish paint job on it and everything, all the latest stuff and got that. I got a lady six Chevrolet short wide pickup with a 383 stroker in it. And, uh, we've been playing with that. I've got a little Mazda RX seven. That's, uh, kind of unassuming. It's got a 383 <laughs> stroker Chevrolet in it, you know, and right. it's a pretty good play pretty, but I've got several of them around that I, you know, kind of pay attention to when I'm not doing the music. Yeah. It's, you might say my first love. I mean, I've been doing music ever since I remember talking, you know, but uh, 
but I've been loving cars ever since I was too young to have one. So right. there you go. Well, I love what Aaron Tippin says. You know, he's a big time pilot and uh, right. I've known Aaron, you know, and been around him uh, in the air show community. And he always says, you know, if, if the music didn't work out, he, he had always planned on being a pilot. And I guess for you, it's the same with the cars. I mean, if, if the music thing didn't go right, you would have been right there and just as happy in the garage, I guess. Yeah, well, I was in the garage when I broke into the music business, you know. In fact, when I first started out uh, playing music down here with a, with a group, I mean, well, I was I was working in paint and body shops back then. And it's just something that uh, now I don't I don't have time to devote too all much time to, but I love it. And, and when I do get a little bit of time off, well, uh, there's nothing more I enjoy than going over to my little shop and, you know, playing around with, <laughs> right. with, the, with the cars and trucks and stuff, mostly pickups, but I'm, I'm kind of, kind of in the vein of a few cars, but, but I love, I love pickup trucks. I travel in a truck. You know? Yeah. So. We bought an old truck for the farm, uh, our place out here out in just West of Atlanta there. And I was thrilled when I found it. You'd appreciate this. It's a, it's an old, you know, 91, a Chevrolet work truck, but it was owned by Clemson University. And when we bought it, it had 40,000 miles on it. And that was four oh, years ago. You know, that's great. That's <laughs> it's just great. one of those fun ones. Your life changed, though, uh, back in, in the early 80s when 14 Carat Mine came out. I mean, I know it changed before that. You had a bunch of hits before that, at least ones that, that charted. But but talk to me about having a number one. That first time you get a number well, one. Well, you know, there's such a misconception on that, Matt, you know, because I got my first break in 75. We had recorded Love and Hot Afternoon in 74, released it in 75. And that song hit number one all across the country, but it was on a small independent label. And then Capital picked me up and re-released it. Well, by that time, it had already been number one in so many areas, so many markets, that it only went to number three. But the song finished uh, 1975 at number four for the whole year. And so and that's my and, favorite song of yours. It really well, is. I mean, I love that one. It's, it's, uh, it's, I'm not going to say it's underrated chart wise, but, uh, this song was, you, you know, just humongously successful. I mean, it hit number one in so many markets on an independent label and then was re-released on Capitol records and hit number one in so many other markets and finished the year. You know how tough it is to, finished the year uh number number four in the entire year of 1975 so it was a it was a great great song for me and we had number ones too besides that because you know there was more than one trade in other words they go by billboard magazine now that's what they go by well back then we had records from radio you know r&r we had the gavin report we had Cashbox, which was you know one of the most you know uh complete charts there was and I had number ones in all of those charts, you know. But yeah, I love, uh, you know, 14 Carat Mine, after I signed with MCA Records, uh, that was the first Billboard number one. And uh, it was the first number one record for the year 1982, actually. Yeah. But uh, I had several number ones before 14 Carat Mine, but that was certainly, you know, a, a highlight of my career. Well, I want to I want to talk to you real quick. I, it, I don't know if there's a fire alarm going off, but uh. yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're, yeah, okay, got it. No, that's all right. <laughs> one of the one of the things that stands out to me, though, uh, being from Texas, is the Texas Country Music Hall of Fame. Not that that matters one iota, 
to all my friends out here in Georgia who are listening to this, but you were inducted back in 02 uh, into the Texas Country Music Hall of Fame. And this is a big deal because Texas is really its own universe when it comes to music. And, I mean, you were one of the early adopters of this uh, sound that is uniquely Texas. And when I think back on that, I mean, I think of guys – you know, like Willie Nelson and Ray Price and, well, even well, you know, so many of these uh, guys. The, well, this this meant so much to me because a, a lot of people don't realize how, you know, how hard it is to, to, to break into a, a Texas market. And, I mean, not just, you know, scratch the surface, but, I mean, to get on the inside. And uh, I, I was kind of a kind of a, a different sort, a sort, I guess, because – I live in Texas and I picked my own material, but I went to Nashville and recorded it. I didn't do anything in a click like they did in Nashville. I took Texas to Nashville with me and I recorded my songs my own way. I was, uh, I, I had a hand in on, on my arrangements and my productions. I worked up, you know, everything I wanted to do. Nobody told me what material to pick. So if you like it, I love you. And if you don't, well, I love you anyway, but I, you can't blame nobody <laughs> but me. You know? Right. But that was a big hill to climb. And, and I was certainly uh, flattered when they, you know, inducted me into the Texas country music hall of fame and, and, uh, and the Houston, you know, uh, music hall of fame that that's a giant step before no, you know, Northeast Texas, uh, redneck like me, you know, and, and I, I just value that so much that, uh, it, it means a lot to me. We were talking about Ray price and that crowd there. And I love what he says. I have too many favorite singers to name, but Gene Watson would be right around the top of the list. That's, that's got to just uh, set a boy from Texas back every time you hear people like that, especially uh, Vince Gill, who just, I guess, two years ago, just a little over two years ago, inducted you at, into the Grand Ole Opry. Yeah, he invited me to be a member. And uh, speaking of Ray Price, you know, I was I was I was good friends with Jones and Haggard and, and you know, Mel Tillis, all those guys, so many, so many were good friends of mine. We toured together. We worked together. We appreciated each other, shared a lot of conversation. But when we lost Ray, I, it just really done something to me because I had been working some shows with Ray. And we had sat on his bus and, and talked about, of course, the, you know, the, the illness that took his life. And, and I was spared. I had the same illness, you know, but I, thanks to the Lord above and all the people's prayers out there, I was saved. But we had a lot to talk about and, and, and we shared a lot of stories and, and worked some, some jobs together and just really, really had a great time working together. And when we lost him, it, it really, it really took a lot out of me and, and uh, just so many of them that we're losing and, and including Ray, the master that uh, I've been a part of. And, and, you know, it's just Ray put a, a kind of a load on my back, you know, and we were sitting on his bus and, and he said, Gene said, I'm going to be honest with you. He said, you're, you're one that can carry the flag. He said, you can carry the flag. And, and I thought, Oh, wow. Ray price is telling me this, you know, and, and so I got to thinking about it, and that's a that's a awful big undertaking, you know, to carry the flag for country music. I mean, in the respect that, that we looked at it, you know. Well, and Ray it's, it's a, not the same as it used to be, and that's that's why I think that that what little success we've had with Georgia radio has has been attributed to because you know we still believe in your music and and the music that Ray Price laid down and and so many others. And to call exactly. it traditional country and western, I think is is wrong. It it just 
it is country and western music and yes. it's it's if you want to call it traditional country whatever you want to call it uh, yeah well and there's not many of us left is. you know there's not no. many of us left it's it's gotten to where most of the artists that you hear are fabricated in the studio you know and uh most of the musicians have put on the, been put on the record uh, by uh, via hard drive, you know, and sending it around the block, you know, one place to the next. And I'm I'm still old school, you know. I go in the studio. I want the musicians in there in there with me. I want to inspire them because at the same time they inspire me. And uh, and when I get through, uh, you know, we're 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 close to releasing a record when I get through in the studio, and. Yeah. Uh, People tell me, well, you know, that's old school. Well, yeah, well, I'm old school myself. You right. Know? Just watch me but in the I, body shop over yeah, here. You know, <laughs> I got a, yeah, right. I got a, I got a ton of fans out there that are old school, and and I love every one of them. And they support me, you know. And I'm just gonna keep on doing it my way. It's worked in the past, and we're I gonna keep that. on trying it. Let's talk about those fans for just a second. I remember when the news hit uh, that Gene Watson had cancer. And I was yeah. still, I was still back in Texas, and I remember the the fans coming together, and it seemed oh, like man. it seemed like the whole world opened up for you, uh, with benefits and with just everything else. I mean, when you're Absolutely. when you're singing in country music, it's not like you've got a big health care plan or anything else, no, right? I mean, it's no, just you, you know, you're, you're small right. business and, and, and I and I was there, I was there, you know. Here I am diagnosed with with cancer and and i have no insurance you know and and i was um, i was pretty down you know but but uh, uh my faith in the lord and, and and everything you know uh i said you know if it's meant to be i'm gonna make it if it's not well i won't and and i'm gonna keep a positive attitude and, and the fans backed me up so so very much and and people you know they had fundraisers for me and everything and you know uh, I don't care what anybody says. Gene Watson's got the greatest fans in the world, and I'll say that to my dying day. Well, I agree, and I, I've seen you play so many different times and places, and uh, just you're you're one of the good guys, Gene, in this business, and it's a it's an honor to have you on. You're going to be playing well, in Dublin, Georgia, uh, yes, this sir. coming weekend. March the 12th, and, I, and I'm looking forward to it. You've played there quite a bit at Theater Dublin. Yeah, yeah. We love those folks around there. Boy, and they come to see us. We have a big old time at the little Dublin Theater there. And, and we're, we're looking forward to another one on the 12th. We want to invite all of our friends and fans out there and have a good time with us. They know what kind of a good time to expect. So we're going to be looking forward to them coming to see us. I think the world of it, Gene, and I do appreciate you hanging out with me. Uh, this Wednesday morning here for uh, for Neighbor to Neighbor. Thanks again, Gene Watson. Matt, keep doing what you're doing, man. I'm on your side. Georgia Radio. Good company and great country. fun to have these two guys on listen uh, they're out on the high seas right now uh floating around on a big old cruise liner having a good time playing shows and uh, singing and just living the life i'm talking about our good buddy mark ware and his friend brian martin who is just a world-class musician and uh <laughs> setting the world on fire mark and brian where in the hey. world are you hey uh, man uh, right now we're in maya coast in maya coast of maya and, and y'all want to hang out on the cell phone with me at $85 yeah. a minute or whatever it is. 
Well, it's either this or they'll try to sell us a pair of boots for about five hundred dollars off the <laughs> There you go. You don't need any more boots, <laughs> Brian. How are you? Good to hear doing your good. voice. Yeah, I'm doing good, brother. Doing good. You're originally, uh, uh, if I remember right, from Louisiana, but have played around Texas quite a bit. And uh, you know, Texas and Louisiana kind of sister states, aren't they? They are, and you know, it's kind of it's kind of different because I've my whole family originated out of uh, well, my dad's side of the family and stuff. They originated out of San Antonio. Yeah. And then they started kind of migrating towards the Louisiana line. And I was the only one out of my dad's side of the family born in Louisiana. So uh, my mama's side of the family uh, is all from Logansport, that little area. But it's literally a rock's throw from Texas. And Texas has always been a little bit more inviting to me as far as the music goes. Louisiana has always been a good place for me to go have a good time. But you know how it is, man. They want their Zydeco in Louisiana. That's right. You got to And you got to have a fiddle in the band. <laughs> Alabama was right in Texas. I grew up in Texas, and, and Mark Ware, uh, who's sitting there with you, probably hates yes, me talking about Texas so much. All of my listeners on Georgia Radio hate me talking about Texas so much, but there's <laughs> been so so much great country music come out of Texas. And, Mark, you and I were hanging out with uh, your mentor and just an all-around great guy, Will Turpin, and he brought yes, it right. up. He said, you know, in Georgia, it's just too close to Nashville, so nobody thinks about it as its own independent music scene. But you uh, you cut your teeth here in Georgia. And, yeah, uh, right here, right yeah. here in Georgia. And now you guys are out having fun, playing all around the, uh, the, the I guess, uh, the, the high seas around Mexico right now. Talk to us about this cruise that you're on. Well, man, we're, we're on the uh, Royal Caribbean, the Odyssey of the Seas. And uh, like I said, they had a they had a few uh, people cancel on them, you know, because of all this these uh, mandates and stuff, you know. And uh, it was Dirt Rock uh, cruise originally, and then they called up Average Joe's, and and I was with Average Joe's, and and uh, Joe told me he's like, hey man, let's put you and Mark on there, and we came in here to fill a void, you know, and and I think we built a lot of great relationships here with Royal. We've got a lot of new fans, a lot of new yeah. fans too, so. Now y'all are hanging out in the dining room right now. You know you've made it if they start running lobster over to you this early in the morning, hanging out in the dining room. You know, crazy is they, you know, we come over here and they got the dining dining room completely closed off, and they said, uh, they said, hey, we'll let you use it for your radio interview. So we're <laughs> there you the go. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to call up a lobster here in just a second. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> just go on over there, Brian. I, I want to get into the music. I listened to uh, to Beauty and the Struggle this this morning, and what a great song. I, and I don't, you know, I, I don't know where you come up with all this fun stuff that you write about, but uh, uh, Mark, <laughs> that guy sitting right beside you there, I, I think the world of his songwriting, too. And I, yeah, thank you. I think it's going to be really cool to see what you guys come up with at the end of these dates you're playing. You're playing some dates together. Can y'all y'all tell everybody at home uh, where they where they can hear both of you? Yeah, I think when we uh, get we get off the ship, we're going to be in Kannapolis, North Carolina, on the 25th. Uh, Brian, I have his struggle, his sh- uh, struggle struggle shuttle, struggle shuttle. Yeah, and uh, I'll pull the <laughs> pull the Mark Ware thing up there to Kannapolis, and we'll uh, we'll do a show there. Then the next night, we're in Greenville, South Carolina. And then we're uh, we're put together down in Abilene, Texas. Um, I think at the Nash Bar back in Boston. But uh, Joe's really working hard, and I'm excited just to be on tour with. Uh, you know, Brian's teaching me a lot. He's he's on a, a completely different level, man. And um, nah. it's just it's, it's just uh, it's it's been real humbling and uh, you know excited and just it's been fun. It's been fun. Yesterday's show was was awesome. Um, 
you know, uh, Brian said, I think he was in his element doing his acoustic set. And then uh, he let me use some of his band. And we, we did about an hour and 15 minutes uh, up there afterwards. And uh, we're just having a really good time. Uh, sure. We actually wrote a song together. Yep, we've been working on it. And um, we're actually doing some songwriting while we're on the boat. But the song uh, that we're doing together, uh, if everything works out right, then, good. Um, it'll Crowd be a duet. Crowd oh, really? A duet, yeah. huh? All right. Yes. Yeah, shooting whiskey and killing time. Well, I love the name. And I, I, kind of like that school, you know, uh, what was that? Uh, Merle Haggard and Clint Eastwood. Remember back right. in the day? <laughs> yeah, I like I like yeah. where you're going with it. No, I think it's a great I think it's a great idea, and uh, I just think you guys are going to set the world on fire if you if you don't watch out. Uh, it's going to be going to be a lot of fun to hear it. And of course, uh, you mentioned Abilene. Mark, have you ever been to Abilene? I've never been to Abilene. I've never been to Texas. I've been Abilene. to Louisiana, but not made it to Texas. Abilene. Yet. Yeah, <laughs> look out! You're gonna you can watch your dog run away for three days in Abilene. It's a neat place, but. Yeah. You get out there by the four sixes and all that stuff, and man, that's real Texas out there. You better four you know. sixes boots right over there. Should have got them boots. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get hey, you we, set up. <laughs> they went from six hundred dollars down to one hundred and fifty. Isn't that funny? <laughs> that's funny how that happens. Isn't it? You walk walk in there with a stack of hundred dollar bills, and boy, hey, they'll they'll negotiate. Hey, bring, back plastic, bring back some plastic alligator boots. Yeah, yeah that's right. That's right. Hey, look authentic when they were in, sitting in mexico that's right <laughs> we thought we got a deal well listen we guys go. y'all go have fun out there and enjoy the cruise and i just appreciate you being here brian uh we're going to play some of your stuff tonight and we'll play uh we'll play some of mark's as well as we uh as we keep this stuff going here but listen thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us uh today and i yes, wish sir. all the best of luck and, out there mark yeah thank you for having appreciate us. Hey, you, hey if it wasn't for you guys we wouldn't be able to feed our families and out doing something we love to do and if it wasn't for you playing and, and uh, you know, everyone else listening and streaming our music, you know, we wouldn't be here sitting on this cruise ship uh, eating lobsters. We're, we're more of a hot dog and hamburger guy. <laughs> well, yeah. that's all right. It's A buffet in a bun is good every once in a while. You know, it keeps you humble. So there that's you go. <laughs> Thanks Thank you so much. Brad. Yeah, absolutely, it. Brian. Y'all come back on when you got more time and it's not $85 a minute. So all right. All right. See, see you soon. Take care. Right, so long. Bye-bye. Oh, fun stuff catching up with those two. They're out there, don't you? You just know they're they're having a good time out there. Uh, Brother Wade, you there? I am. No, I'm here. You're here. You're there. I'm there. Here we go. That was a fun show last night. We had a good time, didn't we, with Michael Bright? He was on uh, the Georgia Folk and Farm yeah. show last night. Good, good stuff there with Michael. Yeah, I, I, Judy uh, listened to the podcast of it this morning. She called me. That it was a really good show, and uh, it was. It was a great show. Enjoyed it. Well, he was asking uh, this morning, he said, uh, could you ask Gene Watson for a shirt or something to go in the museum? Right. And so I, I, oh, I yeah. wrote I wrote him back on social media there, and I, I uh, we'll see. That, that's a good idea, though. I'm sure Gene could dig up something. He's probably got lots sure. of stuff that he, he could. Pull uh, something off and throw it in the pot. Yeah, we got some Gene Watson dirty socks here for you, and uh, right here at the museum. or Something fun. That'd be fun. I, listen, I wanted to announce our winner, and I wanted well, you to be here. Oh, you, you you're not there. <laughs> he's he's out running the roads. Yes, yeah, I'm breaking up a bit. I'm breaking I'm breaking up a bit. But yeah, no, you're back. All right. Okay, well, I wanted to announce the winner, and I wanted you here. Our big ticket winner for this morning uh, is going to be Miss Molly Sauls. Uh, she has won the Gene Watson tickets for this particular giveaway uh, this morning through uh, social media and whatnot. Uh, Miss Angela puts everything through some kind of random 
generator. I don't understand all that. She's got a gonculator that picks the winner. Anyway. Gonculator, yes, a yeah. gonculator. Miss yes. Molly Sauls is our big winner today, so we appreciate Molly it. Molly Sauls, great. Great. Yeah, I don't know if you know her or not. Or it, I know the name, and I know, I'm familiar with Molly Sauls, yes. Well, you know everybody in Georgia, so. Uh, that's right. Yeah, I figured you'd know them. But that's really uh-huh. great. And we're going to give another set away, the last set of Gene Watson concert tickets. We're going to give those away Thursday night, sometime between 7 and 9. Gene's going to stop back by, and it's going to be fun. Get, guess who? Uh, I think we're going to get him. I think we're going to get him on next week. I think we're going to have Twitty and Lynn on next week for na- neighbor to neighbor. I think we. I think we're going to get him. Wonderful. So you can come on and do hello, darling, or something. Hello, darling. There you go. I'll I'll yep. let you know. If we, it'll be on neighbor to neighbor, so we'll see. You, you're going to be great. busy. You'll probably be very busy and running the road. But if I can, I'll call you. When they're on, I'd be honored. Yes. Yeah. To, to hear Hello, yeah. Darling. Yes. So it's Conway yeah. Twitty's grandson and it's right. Loretta Lynn's granddaughter. And they're out doing a show. To, they're going to be in Douglas, Georgia, coming up next weekend uh, doing doing their tribute show called Twitty and Lynn. And that ought to be kind of fun. That should be great. It really should. I think it'll be a fun, fun show. All right. You're out running. You're having fun fighting all the rain. Yep. I'm surprised yes. you're what? able to work. No today. rain yet. No rain yet. It's. It's coming, as they say. Yes, it it's is. It's coming. We it was it was raining so hard this morning around here. I didn't think we were going to be able to get on the radio. Wow. So yeah, y'all be careful out there today if you're running oh, yeah. the roads. Are you uh, are you pulp wooden today, or what are you doing? Yep, pulp wood. Pulp wood. That's the Lord. short stuff, right? The the. Well, it's it's the the rough the looking sorry stuff. No, no, no. It's lot. It's you know, log length, but it's the it's the raggedy stuff that won't make a saw log that you can't saw lumber out of. Yeah, they're going to grind it's, it up and make pulp wood. That's right. Exactly right. Make pulp. There you go. You make pulp out of pulp wood. <laughs> Is that what you do with it? <laughs> That's what they do with it. I just haul it so they can do it with it. They do it with it. <laughs> hey, by the way, I saw your I saw your, uh, your writing this morning on lightered wood. I always look forward to that. It's like an annual post. On yes, and I, you know, after we've been doing this for Georgia Folk and Farm Life on Facebook for since 2016, and um, so I go back and, and and write again about things I've written about before. But, but we've added so many people, and yeah. people, you know, uh, if they they already know or read it before, they still enjoy reading. So that's good. All right, I want your prediction in the last 30 seconds here on Blackberry Winter. I've been saying we're still going to get it. Sure. <laughs> there you go. But you want a date time? Yeah, yeah. Like, don't. Yeah, the Bible don't, says nobody knows the date and the time. That's you know? right. Well, yeah. don't don't plant your garden until your neighbor plants their garden, and then yeah, Blackberry yeah. Winter will come, and then you plant yours. That's that's my best advice. All right, Here's Wade. My gardening tip or my farm tip for the, of the month: don't don't plant your corn in the rain. There you go. That's a good one to have. Good wisdom. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for being here, brother Wade. I appreciate it. My pleasure. All right. We'll talk to you next Tuesday night on an all-new Georgia Folk and Farm Life show. And uh, I'll be back tomorrow morning, but I'll also be back tomorrow night, Thursday night, 7 to 9, for our next Gene Watson ticket giveaway. My thanks to country legend Gene Watson for coming on. Also to Brian Martin and to Mark Ware. Stay tuned. Got lots of great music coming up. I'll be back here in just a few minutes. We're going to play some of Brian Martin's new music and some of Mark Ware's new music. Got a great few hours in store for you. Give me just a few minutes to change gears here. Pour another cup of coffee and I'll be right back with you.
here on your home for good company a great country georgia radio glad you're here Georgia Radio. Good company and great country. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.